All right. Uh, welcome back to the Washed Athlete Podcast. This is episode eight, I seven. believe. Seven? Seven. Okay. Uh, episode seven of the Washed Athlete <laughs> Podcast. Uh, we've all had a pretty good weekend. Uh, it's been a very uh, eventful weekend. So I guess we'll just like jump right into it. Uh, it was Super Bowl Sunday. So how are we get how are we feeling after the Super Bowl, guys? I think Raj is down bad. I can tell you that. Raj depressed. You, you were a maniac for picking the Bengals. And I know you just picked the Bengals to be different, but you were so close to having them close. win. If Aaron Donald, love him, but if he did not get that pressure on Burrow, oh that would have been game. Okay. That, and, that was wild. And the game would have been a blowout if T. Higgins didn't rip the face mask off of Jalen Ramsey and get a 75-yard touchdown in 12 seconds. Well, that's, I, that, that's neither here nor there. But that holding Odell. call. Okay, so I will say, as much as people like to kind of like argue, it's like, oh, that was a bad holding call. You can't rip a defender's face mask off. Like, and there was a no call on that. So I feel like they do end up balancing out in the end, even though it's like, oh, well, the Bengals got cheated. It's like, well... I don't know what to tell you, man. They shouldn't have even been like in that. The score should not have been that at that point. That's true. It's but, okay. Um, what's yeah. his face? Jalen Ramsey was channeling his inner uh, Eli Apple all game. What? Like, okay. I the the alternate angle. Okay, so for context, NFL memes gotta love them. They <laughs> sent out so many pictures of the last play of the game where Aaron Donald is throwing Joe Burrow to the ground. He tries to throw it out. Running back doesn't get it. Whatever. But then down the field, Jamar Chase is like five yards ahead of Jalen Ramsey, who is on the ground. And of course, the alternate angle, the first one that I sent to the group, it was like, oh, well, the ball's already out. He probably wouldn't have had time to get there anyway. Like, whatever. Like, it, 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 there was an argument to be made there. However, the second angle that just came out recently, Joe Burrow is being chased by Donald. And Jamar is still down the field. Jalen is on the ground. So if he had like one more second, he would have been able to just chuck that thing and no one was going to be there. The big question is what would have happened? Like, if he catches that ball, it's probably going to be like 25. It just like all depends on the recovery, but it's like a, it's an interesting thing. I think objectively in that game, the Rams had more adversity to face than the Bengals. Because, like, Tyler Higby was out, Odell got injured, um, and, I mean, I, there's no worse call than, well, first of all, the Bengals should have gotten an unsportsmanlike conduct call when they punched Aaron Donald in the face yes. after he made a legal hit on Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. So they didn't get called a call there, which would have backed them up a lot. And then they also, like, missed a blatant offensive pass interference slash face mask on T T Higgins. Yeah, T Higgins, which gave him seven points in 12 seconds. So ultimately, I think like even if it's like, yeah, but the holding call was bad. I was like, OK, so like all these things broke your way during the course of the game. Yeah. And y'all still couldn't win the game. Yeah. And like, even if that even if the hold isn't called, the Rams still have an opportunity on fourth down yeah, to it's, still convert. Like it's, it's not like it was like that game. The game would have been over. It's like, no, the game would not have been over. They still had a shot. Like, yeah. yeah. For all they know, they were just going to throw it to Cooper Cup against Eli Apple again. So, yeah, again. It, was, it yeah. really wasn't going to make a difference. Like, he's getting in the end zone whether you like it or not. 
Exactly. Oh my god, the NFL meme quotes after. I I genuinely have never seen like a more united front on the internet than after Eli Apple decides to roast like New Orleans, <laughs> New York, like a bunch of the places that he's like played for, whatever. And the people, I don't know why he like went after like the city itself of New Orleans, but like we'll ignore that part. But I like the internet is a very interesting place. But they, there's always one thing. People are going to argue about stuff. Not with Eli Apple. They dragged him through the mud. Like, every single person. And these were, like... Vera- and then you just have Lamar posting a picture of him, like, like smoking yes, so light. Smoking that was, cigar. like, honestly the best part. Listen, when you... Call out the Um, like, why? Why would you say that? You're a professional athlete. Like, you making tons of money. Like, you're putting yourself. He's not even a bad quarterback. Like, everyone likes to talk about him getting burned, and he does get burned sometimes. But a lot of quarterbacks get burned in the league. He's like an actual, like, I would say above average. He's fine. He's fine. Above, above slightly above average cornerback in the league. But yeah. he is so made fun of because he says ridiculous stuff and thinks of thinks of himself as like seat cornerback number one. And he's just not that guy. Like, uh, it, and then I was talking to Raj in physics today. And, like, then McCole Hardman is going on and posting. But it's like, McCole, why are you posting? You got sent home. You guys scored zero <laughs> points in the second half. And Eli Apple was on the defense. He, like, and posting like, his, his Super Bowl ring. I was like, yo, when you won that Super Bowl ring, Joe Burrow wasn't even in the league. <laughs> and, like, the best part about that was McCole Hardman probably didn't do, like, the most to win that rink for the Chiefs. Like it was all uh Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill, oh, honestly. Yeah. Like he he's just like one of those like supporting casts are like, yeah, I want a ring. Now I'm gonna just go on Twitter and like talk some hot Lex. stuff to Eli. Yeah. Oh my god. Or how about the uh who is the Bengals player that ran onto the field during oh. their first <laughs> touchdown? That was in okay, first of all, like Javon Hargrave the third or something like that. Yes, yes. So like, look, I get it. Like, you're like, you have every right to be unbelievably excited. Your team just scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Like, whatever. That's fine. But stay on the bench. Like, you are running out onto the field. He's got a hoodie on, flip flops, and he still had his phone in his pocket. That's why, like, when he's like jumping up and down, he's like holding his pocket. <laughs> it's like, dude, what are we doing? I think he hit the gritty too. Oh my god, I didn't see that one. He he might have hit the gritty, and even oh. like, the entire defense did. Oh yeah, it was just they, I, the Bengals hit the gritty more times than they probably scored touchdowns. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> All I'm saying. <laughs> OBJ's moonwalk's not talked about enough. That shit was crazy. It's not. You're right. Way to bring that up because for sure the the OBJ moonwalk was not talked about with cleats on grass. Like, come on now. Yeah, because he did during his. It might have been during his rookie season with the Giants. Yeah, he did. He hit a full like Michael Jackson 
like where he like does the move and then puts the like the hat on, which was like one of the most filthy celebrations I've ever seen in my life. So he's coming back to the moonwalk. Love it. Absolutely love that. Like I would say one word to describe Super Bowl is um bittersweet only because like I love Odell. I love Aaron Donald. So happy they got a ring. Love those two. But this is the bitter part. It's that Cincinnati did not win for Harambe. And this was the one chance to get back on the right timeline. And, yeah. you know, it, it just didn't happen. And we're screwed. Like, yeah. that's it. That was our last hope. It's over. It's over. We're done. So, we're done. so for those listening who don't know about the timeline, Peter yes. would like to explain where yes. we went wrong in this world. So uh, I think that we actually did say this on the pod. Meant, I yes. think it might have been. It was, a couple it. It was, like, lo- it was yeah. low key, but this is like a working theory. Yes. Yes. So this is a working theory that's like it's been on the Internet. I'm not taking full credit for this, but I am going to explain my theory because I fully believe this. So if you, if, you did, if you are listening to this, so you heard it from us, just let people know. Exactly. You heard it from me. You heard it from the we'll Watch the Athlete podcast. We're going to take credit for this now. So <laughs> what the running theory is that I feel like it's almost a consensus that like after Harambe died in, back in 2016, I think that was. Yes. It, it felt weird after that. Like everything in the world kind of just started getting weird and it didn't make sense at all. Like why things were happening the way they were. Everything just seemed to go downhill. So the running theory is that the death of Harambe is essentially a flashpoint or the nexus of a different timeline. So after that moment, after Harambe died, we are now not on our original timeline. We are now on another one, a much worse timeline, in fact. Uh, And we've had to live for that for the past, what, six years now? Yeah. But because the Cincinnati Bengals said before the game that they were doing this for Harambe, it was a possibility that if the Bengals won the game, it might have been able to put us back onto the correct timeline and the world wouldn't go to, for lack of a better term. But now that the Rams have won, i kind of hoping that we can just move forward and that World War III doesn't happen and that we don't have to get drafted, but we'll see. Because uh, I don't know how else we're going to be getting back on that good timeline. Things are not looking up. So I just thought about it. We could, like, theoretically, there is a world in which all five of us could get drafted. We all have, like, birthday. I think that's how they do it, like, the birthday chunks. Yeah. Like, our birthdays are not that far away from each other. Like, we are three months. No, we're all winter, like, December to March. We are going to be bumping Meek Mill Hendrick. (laughs) Kanye, on our way to the Ukraine. You know it. Let's go. I'm in the trenches. Relax. <laughs> we're we're just gonna we're gonna be in the back of the van. Just like hold up. Wait a minute. Y'all thought I, I was, was <laughs> just opening the helicopter doors. It's our fortunate son. Dreams and nightmares. Dude, I can't wait to hit my 15 kill streak and drop in like okay. Mason or something. All right, Raj. Okay. What? This isn't Call of Duty. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, play, meanwhile, like, play some DNA by Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, Raj is going to go up against like some like 18-year-old Russian kid who's been fighting bears his entire life. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's going to get your pack smoked, bro. <laughs> yo, yo how's he, how he drop-shotting like that? Is he drop-shotting? Slide-canceling? Slide-canceling? They start wall-running on us? Yeah, he just hits a YY off of a bear. Yeah, it's going to be Yo, incredible. Yo, plate up, plate up, plate up. Oh my god, shut up. 
Yeah, but now we're not in a good. Now we're not in a great place about that. I mean, the Ukraine situation is controversial, but also another controversial issue that happened during the Super Bowl was the halftime show. And there's a lot of mixed reactions. And I'm going to start us off with just saying the difference in like your age for this Super Super Bowl show in particular has everything to do. All like the people who are like in their like mid 30s to like like mid 20s loved it because they like grew up with that type of music and they're like that was the greatest thing ever but like i'm I'm kind of neutral like i thought it was entertaining like the, the music was good the performance was weak and i wanted a lot more yeah when i left it but what was, what was everyone's thoughts on the super bowl show well for me i f- i completely agree with you justin the music itself was incredible but the performance it was like fine like it really wasn't anything like super special to it. It was kind of it kind of just felt like a normal concert where it's like yeah, like you have like some like people like they're gonna go up together, they're gonna do their good songs, and they're gonna leave. It's like it didn't really feel like a time show. Like there really wasn't any like spectacle to it. I felt like like yeah, Fifty Cent was hanging upside down at one point, but like that's really about that's the only thing I really remember for like yeah, spectacle and, and almost anyone can do that. I mean Eminem just like walked up to the top of the trailer park and was just like yeah. singing on top of it like he he didn't yeah. actually do anything yeah and like they have because they just had too many people like because they had kendrick lamar and eminem do like one or two songs and then that was it and it's like i think it was one each two and then mary yeah. j blige had one and 50 had one or maybe kendrick had i think kendrick had three but he didn't do like all of them he just did like kinda. parts yeah he did like yeah. parts of them it's like, yeah. well, you have these incredible artists. Like, let them work. Like, yeah. let them do their thing. Yeah, I have a, I have a decent amount to say about the uh, halftime show. I mean, mm-hmm. all those artists, I love. They're phenomenal ar- artists. Kendrick, he is the rap goat. No question. He's the goat. Eminem, also a legend. Dre, Snoop, legends. Everyone that performed there is a legend. But here's the thing. Like, the, the, the first problem was that there's too many of them for just a halftime show. Like, a halftime show is something that you want one person like, probably two, you can make it work. Like, Bruno Mars, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Shakira, J-Lo, they made it work. Mm-hmm. But two's, like, the max of, uh, I think, you can have for a halftime show. Because you don't want everything to seem, like, forced and together. You want the artist to actually, like, have a chance to really, like, have, like, a concert, like, a, a good performance, you know, perform some good songs, not just one chemistry, and yeah. be one and done. Yeah, and, um, yeah, so I think that it, had they done, like, just Dre and Snoop or just Kendrick and Eminem or just... Yeah, just something like that. It would that would make it better. But also the thing is with them, the like lyrical rap artists, like I listen to music all day long. I love it so much. But the thing is for like a Super Bowl type performance, I feel like that's like I feel like just pop is more the norm for, uh, not the norm for that, but like just a better fit for it or rock or something. I don't know. Or some I don't know, some more generic type rap because I feel like Oh, it's it's hard to to really explain it, but I, it's no, like I I know what you're saying because I think when you look at even like it shows an Eminem song like Eminem has a lot of lyrical rap that he'll yeah. sing occasionally, but they played "Lose Yourself" because that's not a lyrical rap song as much, and it's because like they needed a show factor into it. Yeah. Um, they need like some kind of bang and just for, like for reference. I mean, I, it's a lot different because like. I went to the Billie Eilish concert about a week ago, and the spectacle that's put on there is way bigger than the Super Bowl. And it, and it, it can be because it's indoors and like 
it's a whole well thought out plan they have done for like a really long time. They're doing the same thing on the whole entire tour. But when you look at someone like Billie Eilish, who's a pop artist and like the spectacle that was going on at that show, it is way grander than what they did at the Super Bowl. And that's kind of an issue. Like I'm not saying it needed to be like on Billie Eilish concert level, but it needed to at least like be in the ballpark. And it wasn't because I mean, I remember watching Lady Gaga and everything they did was big. Katy Perry, everything they did, like they bought this giant lion or tiger onto the, like this, Katy Perry was riding this jig, t- Lady Gaga jumped off the roof of the the yep. dome. It, like she dropped in like Fortnite and then like, like just like all these other, like even Justin Timberlake had all those like mirrors on the stage was like it was annoying, but like he had them all out there. So just, I think, didn't have the performance and i think i don't think it's a hot take to say the two biggest artists may, maybe i had the wrong perception i think the two biggest artists that were there were eminem and kendrick and they were tied for the least amount of songs i would definitely say the most like um relevant towards our demographic or like i would say um out of the artists there and yeah, I need to rephrase what I said earlier. I, I, I think the only problem really was that, that you can't squeeze that many artists into one Super Bowl show. And as for, like, matching that Billie Eilish level set, like, the thing is, the Super Bowls, it's an interesting thing to really do that because you only have, you have a little bit of time to set it up compared to, like, a concert where you have, like, a whole planned out set. Like, I know when Travis Scott had his whole Astro World tour, he had, like, roller coaster around, like, the stadium and, like, he had, like, a whole setup, so... I think that is hard to match, but they definitely could have done better. Like, as you said, with Justin Turner, like he had the little mirror thing. But then I think that ties back into minimizing the number of performers because you can have something that, like, is, like, fits all of, just fits, like, the two performers or the one performer. Like, they had, like, some generic set that could fit all of them, but not something that is just, like, a, like a set set for them. Like, if you know what I mean? Like, how Justin yeah. Turner, like, had the mirrors. Mm-hmm. Well, because even uh, for uh, the 2020 halftime show, that was like Shakira and JLo, they changed out like that stage yeah. like multiple times. Like there was some yeah. crazy stuff. And again, this was all like pre-COVID, so like they could probably do a lot more with right. it. But it, like, and of course, maybe I'm a little bit biased. I love that halftime show, but like yeah, that felt like, the show. <laughs> like that felt like more of a show versus like just yeah. like a concert. Because again, right. like I loved all of those artists, but it's like. They didn't really do anything. Like, it was kind of just like they just stood there and like said they sang their songs and like, that was it. Like no, it's okay, the, that's the best way to put it. It's like it was more yeah. of a concert than a show. That, that's, yeah, that's definitely a good way to put it. And it's like it was good, but yeah, and it was. I think it almost like mirrored the football game in a sense that there was like no pizzazz or no like wow factor to the Super Bowl like performance. Like they were just all like vibing out at this like trailer park with some cool dancers. But they didn't do anything like outstanding. And if like you could like they had to zoom in very closely on the artist for us to like enjoy it. Like I remember they had to stay like they would take a, like a pretty much a blimp shot of the show from previous years because you could just see like yeah. the grand scale of what was going on versus like we were getting close ups of Eminem singing Lose Yourself. And I'm like trying to think about like with such a small set, like if you were actually at the Super Bowl, what did you see? And did you see anything really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you would see. I also do have a question for you guys. Like, who would you guys say was the, the highlight of that performance? For me personally, 
I think it was Kendrick because I think the way he came out and like that that small spotlight he had, I think he killed it. I think to me he was the highlight of the performance. When he was the one singing Dr. Dre. Um, well, Dr. Dre Day or whatever. Still Dre? Still Dre. I don't I don't they were in like the boxes. Like the black boxes. I think that was Kendrick. I think, I think the, yeah, box, I think the box set the box set the was boxes Kendrick. Were Kendrick. The box yeah. set was yeah, Kendrick. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, I think that was the best section of the uh Yeah. That's what I'm, that's uh, what I'm those, yeah, yeah, so I think that was all right and did it Eminem's not a city, performer right? like that. Like he did his his it's just like not his yes that's thing. One he's kind of just kind of like yelling Eminem lose is yourself not he's not a performer he's, and, he's, d- and he didn't do rap god no yeah, why, was he there? why was he there like what are we doing yeah he's just he's, he's a talented guy. He's a genius one like an, ex- an insane lyricist but he's just not a performer or like they didn't even try to like do anything to make him a performer it was just kind of like yeah, yeah stand Saying lose yourself and that's it. It's like, yeah. well, why is he there? Like, yeah. you had him do one song, part of one song. Like, yeah. what, what? He was like yeah. one of like the first people they listed. Like when it when the Super Bowl thing came out, it was like yeah. Snoop Dogg, Eminem. Like, what? he was like one of the headline guys. I think they could have just done better songs for Eminem too. Like, I was just like, like just for a whole entire show. Like, I. Felt like with how the show was going, it was very evident he would probably sing "Lose Yourself," which is like I wanted it to be a wow factor. Like I was talking yesterday, like a well less known song, but like "When I'm Gone" would have been a cool thing to like kind of mix up the pacing, like kind of slow it down a little bit, have a good vibe with the crowd, whatever. I I think "Not Afraid" would have been yes. a better pick for the for the Super Bowl. I think "Till I Collapse" would have been a better oh, play for yep. the Super Bowl. The one so that I, I think yeah. so I think I "Lose Yourself" is an interesting play. The one that I wish they like, like had him like, because you know how they have like, uh, usually they have like sometimes they have like surprise guests on like the Super Bowl, yeah. or whatever. Which like, by the way, Anderson Pack was just playing the drums. Andres yeah. pointed yeah. that out. To yeah, me. I was like, like, so they have Anderson Pack just on the drums. <laughs> like, what the hell was the point of that? Like, you have an incredible artist just there playing the drums, didn't say a word. Like, you didn't have time to say a word because there were so like, many other people. It's Dude's just got like, a voice. Let him sing something. But it's like it's like okay. I guess we're just ignoring that. But they should have had it where it was like okay. It, we have like all these classic artists, whatever, and then you have one of those big artists as like oh the surprise guest, whatever. So what they what I think would have been a cool thing is like they don't say Eminem's in it, whatever, and then they play Slim Shady. It's like, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? And then it's like introduces Eminem. He comes in and does like a set. It's like that would have been great. Yeah. But no, we just like yeah, put everyone in there. Everybody knows what's going on. And it's like, what, like what are what was the point? It's like just they dance moves, honestly. Like uh, yeah, it's like it's like I mean, considering what we're like twenty, like we didn't really grow up with their music, but like the, the people who are in their 30s like my cousins they like they're loving the halftime show because that's like what they were like listening to like all the time so like i think that halftime show was just like it was just like crazy fan service in real life basically it that's, that's a good take on that i think that's i think that's pretty accurate um i just think like i'm uh, it is frustrating because like i really do think that they were like eminem and kendrick those are the guys i think the show could have been really good and they could have done cool. even though Eminem's not the best performer, I still think they could have done something really cool. Yeah, like Kendrick didn't sing "Humble" or "DNA" or like any yeah. any of his other songs. I mean, like, he did. He did sing "All Right" and 
Mad City. City. To be fair, so but like the humble, I think, because that's like that's I would say that's his most famous song. So I feel like yeah. that's got to be an essential. But like, yeah, they could have had such a cool like they could have had a ton of people out there like break like doing hip hop dancing, and it would have looked yeah. dope. Yeah, they, no, they could have. What they could have done is honestly because they had what five six performers, they could have spaced like like pairs of of like who performed yesterday across like several Super Bowls. I easily well, could have done that. Well, yeah, but I think I, I I think the problem was the Super Bowl show being headlined by Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre would not be that good. They were like throwing as many people in it as possible to be like, oh hey, if you don't really care for Snoop that much, here you can like root for Eminem. Like they tried to like throw everything oh, yeah, in there. Yeah. But I don't. But I think the, the bigger. Pro- Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say like you could have paired Snoop Dogg with like Eminem or Snoop mm-hmm. Dogg with Kendrick Lamar. So it's like Ooh. you have kind of like more of a performer, and then you have like this other kind of like sort of like more like chill artist. Like I'd say Snoop Dogg's like not like the most like aggressive artist, whatever. But like he'd be a good pairing with like another. Or I mean, what they what uh, what they definitely could have done is that because the Super Bowl is in L.A. have all like the West Coast artists perform. Like I know Dre, Snoop, and Kendrick, Kendrick. are all from the West Coast, so. They I was just waiting for the Tupac hologram to show up. <laughs> I don't know why they that was a, a thing. Tupac song. No, there's like an actual like Tupac hologram that showed up at some like music festival. They were just like, "Yep, they're just gonna do it again." I, I mean, I expected it. I was like waiting for it. West Coast rap, might as well. Yeah, yeah I think we've talked about this in the past, but I think it's interesting. Like, we every year the Super Bowl show gets criticized by a lot of people. And I think oh, artists don't just don't want to do it. I think it's like the bigger issue with the whole entire show is genuinely artists don't anymore want to perform the Super Bowl show because there are timer constraints, there are set restraints, there are um things they can't do for like an an outdoor um like rolling out the the setup in like a ten minute time frame before they perform, and they know a ton of people are watching it. It's pretty much like performing a concert for like. 100 million people and it gets no matter if it's like even the lady gaga show like where i consider at the best super bowl show like i think a lot of people still really disliked it for like no reason but like a lot of people disliked it and they just get so much hate that like i just don't even think like the big pop artists now would perform if given the chance because i mean i don't know if it's because of legal stuff but like justin bieber hasn't been on the super bowl show i don't think which is pretty shocking at this point yeah that's a good point Ariana Grande hasn't ever made an appearance in a Super Bowl show. Yeah. Uh, has Kesha made an appearance in a Super Bowl? Dude, that's a crime that Kesha's not been on it. Oh my god. Yeah, so just like thinking of popular artists, I'm like, there's no way like I'm the only one who thinks these artists would be good at the show and they haven't reached out, so I feel like the artists just don't want to do it and they'd rather go on like a regular tour. They'll make a lot more money. They can do yeah. exactly what they want to do. Yeah, I think that's so. definitely it. It's it's all the constraints they have, the time limit, and like I feel, and also I feel like the biggest thing is that I feel like there's more criticism surrounding it than like praise, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. Like I I, don't, I hear more negative things than positives. Yeah, because it, it also depends on the show. Because like if it's like not the greatest thing ever, immediately you hear. Where it's like, oh, the halftime show was terrible. Like you only exactly. hear like the negative parts about it. Like even if the show's good, people just complain about it. Like right. they just find things to be mad about about it. It's like yeah. just enjoy something, please. 
I mean, going on Twitter, like, I didn't see that many, like, negative things on this show. Great, oh, so I was just is... looking at... Is there... Because I was just looking at latest, and I just saw people saying, yo, this thing's, like, crazy. Well, but if it... you peep NFL memes, and then oh, go, and well. find, go and find that one, go and yeah. find that post from them, those are the people that hate in the show. Yeah, That's, okay. That's true. I don't know if I'm missing something, but, like, I feel like The Weekend got so much hate last year, mm-hmm. and this show is not getting a lot of hate. Now, I think it, some of it is also, like, the divide about who is on Twitter at a given time, a lot Twitter's a lot more like millennials, like twenty to thirty year olds in our generation, and I think they'll, they they this, they appreciated this show a little bit more. But that being said, like I thought the weekend and this show were probably pretty average, like probably like, pretty like on par with each other. I'd rank them in like a similar tier or something. But the weekend has been getting clowned for years for the last year. About their Super Bowl show, which was made during a pandemic, by the way, and they had no fans in the stands. Um, so like, or they had very little. Oh, they just had the healthcare workers. Um, yeah, yeah, because it was Tampa Bay. They they definitely had yeah. fans. There. Yeah, they definitely had fans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, like, they just did, like it was just COVID. It was weird to perform. Weekend getting all this hate, and then this show that I thought like had no sort of production value whatsoever mm-hmm. is getting like praised, and now like now I feel like I have to like I hate sh- like being rude to like the performer performers but like i feel like i need to like like push back constructive criticism yeah i I need to push back on the performance i don't want to push back on because everyone i think is unfairly grading past shows compared to this show i don't know i I, the super bowl i get i get a little fired up about the super bowl halftime show (laughs) there's like i feel like there's a lot of layers and just like a lot of like wrong opinions (laughs) That's a lot of wrong opinions. I think the weekend show is overhated. And also, gotta plug the shout out for the weekend. Not caring about what the Grammys did to him for performing. So shout out to Abel. Shout out to the weekend. Uh, it was a crime that he didn't. Uh, not even getting into that. Like, yeah. just, shout out to the weekend. Oh my god, <laughs> you're a talented man. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean. It was a it was a good halftime show. Like those Costco pizzas ended up being really good. I was shocked. Yeah, um, shout out, up. yeah, shout out Costco. It is literally okay. the greatest place ever. Eighteen inch pies for ten bucks. I'll take it, dude. That was absurd. Like, that, that was like those slices pie. weren't even like it wasn't even cut into eighths. It was like sixteenths, and they were still like big. I think it might have been like twelfths. Twelfths. Yeah, it was. It was. It was sliced really. It was cut really weird. It was cut weird, but like they were big pieces. Yeah, was, you're right. It's 18 inch pizza for 10 bucks. That is absurd. That is so, it is so much food. Costco's oh. a cheat code for parties. It, re- it really is. I absolutely love everything about Costco. Does this it's mean we get so... a Costco sponsorship? Dude, I'll if we it. got a Costco sponsorship, I, I could die happy. Like, yes. I, I, my life would be complete. We can start like filming every podcast like with us eating a chicken bake and or just like yeah. in the in a Costco like I'll we just make too. a studio in the Costco and just like have the banner behind us the Kirkland poster a live yeah. instead of like music playing over like in the Costco it's just us live recording the podcast <laughs> and then we can start advertising the Kirkland NFTs <laughs> the Kirkland we can sit on top of washing machines like in the washing yes. machine aisle just like. Just Trends walk around and interview music. people like for the podcast, like just have segments. Yeah. Oh, that, that. Listen, yeah, that if Costco, up. if you're listening, like hit, listen, hit some I'm gonna hit, hit up, up like I'm gonna hit up the creator of Costco, not the current CEO, because the creator of Costco is a G. 
because he threatened the C- the current CEO because the current CEO was going to raise the price of hot dogs from like $1.50 to like maybe $3 or something oh, like that. Shit. He was going to raise it. And then the the creator of Costco said, I will kill you if you raise the price of the hot dogs, which is so funny that this, this really old guy, whatever is threatening someone's life over the price of hot dogs. It's like, that is the man that I want to talk to. That's the man that's going to sponsor this podcast. Oh boy. And uh, guess what? It's midnight. It is a, it is you, Wordle o'clock. So, so yeah. to all to everyone watching the podcast right now, we promised on this late night after dark episode <laughs> recording that we dark. were gonna sit on this podcast and do the Wordle. If you oh have not played Wordle before, uh, where have you been? But we're gonna sit down and play <laughs> yeah, this exactly. Wordle real quick, and we are not gonna spoil what the, what word, the word is, is. but. We will try to commentate, I guess, throughout it to make it as entertaining as, as entertaining as four guys doing the word on the phone can be. I got yeah. one letter already on my yeah. third. Right. Got- Have you guys seen the YouTube video that apparently has the best opener for Wordle? A dude yeah. ran an algorithm. Like I it's like a, it was like a bot that, or it might have been it might have been the AI actually. He, he, that, he like, coded a program that like yeah. solved like Wordles and like it was doing pretty well. Yeah, it was like he was able to get it down to like a certain like it was the I think it might have been a like it was like a learning algorithm. I think you're right. Yeah. It was this like crazy advanced like system that he was able to put around and it was just like trying to find like the best word to put in first for Wordle. And like th- those are like the channels that I love the most that are just like people put in like so much effort for like the simplest task and it's just so funny. Oh boy, I'm da- I'm down down da- down bad right now. After two I'm on my fourth, I'm on my fourth with two oh green boy. letters. I'm on my I'm second guess. I'm, Y'all are I'm rushing this. I'll try to green letters. I'll try and just keep talking so you guys could just go figure it out, and I'll just try and catch up later because I have my good opener. It is really crazy how much Wordle has like sweeped the nation. I I love when these like lightning in a bottle type things like come yeah. to rise. It's, it's really fun. it's really fun. Well, yeah, because like. Justin and I were playing. Uh, what was it? Wordle? Like it? It was the geography one. Geography, yeah. World. That was, that, was, that was a fun one. That was a fun one. Yeah. I'm on my. This is my 20th day in a row playing Wordle. Actually, I was looking at my stream. Yeah, I'm, I'm on get day this, 20. Get right this now. man a trophy. I'm on day 20. Day 20. It's like it's like the Captain America. It's like the uh, Black Panther. Like get this man a shield. <laughs> get, <laughs> get this man a medal. <laughs> I only have one loss, and it was my first day playing because I was like, I don't know what the hell this is. I'm just gonna guess around. I'm just gonna keep guessing because I don't know. I want to know what the word is, and I had no patience, so I just fumbled on day one, and then I started going try hard and haven't lost since. <laughs> go try hard. Yes. Oh, I just had a. I just had a huge round. We're back. We're back in it. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Donke I'm isn't a word. Still. I'm kind of mad. What? Donke? Whatever the German word is. D-N-K-E. Oh, Donka. Donka, yeah. I'm trying everything. It's like in German. What are you, what are you listen, thinking? There's been weirder words on this thing it, that have they're, worked. They're not just going to put foreign languages in it. It would be impossible to get anything. Never know. Oh my god! Uh, I got two letters on my third guess. Oh, that, that's not bad. That's a lot better position than I was in. 
I have one letter in the right place and another letter in the wrong place after my first guess. Do you guys ever try to like fill out what you have in place? And then, and then like, like see, like, does that make sense? Yeah. Always, yeah. Oh, I, I can totally get this. Like, this is just like, I can, I can see it. I can see it happening. Hmm. I'm really bad at Wordle, though. Like, I'm not good at it, which is kind of the problem. This is a problem. tough one. This is a tough one. Yeah. Well, because have you guys ever played the, um, the New York Times crossword puzzle? I was doing a crossword this weekend, and it was one of the most challenging things I've ever done. Mm. That was like that was Wordle before Wordle. The exactly. New York Times crossword, at least at, at least in my high school, like there was a club for the New York Times crossword, and it was like every day people would like post their times for like how how long it took them to get the crossword done. And now it's like the same thing with Wordle. It's like yeah, they just like add the share button, and it's like yeah, you can just send uh, it to your, yeah, share your board. Do not get it. Oh my God. I got I- it. Five attempts. Still have Five three attempts. words, but two of them are in the right spot now. I think I got it. There we go. Well, so now while well, I'm done and I can talk freely because yes. I'm a be- I'm a beast. Um, I'm a beast. Actually, I, I thought about this. I thought about the word like an attempt before I put it in. Like, yeah. But I spelled it wrong, so <laughs> I didn't think I had enough letters, and I did. So, um. But anyway, I think. Like, what do you guys consider a win in Wordle? So I just like to finish the Wordle. Like, I don't really take it too yeah. seriously. Like, I don't like to take so much brain power to try to, like, guess it in four attempts. Like, if I get stuck, I'll just, like, make up a word with the letters I haven't guessed to try to narrow down my options. Yeah, I prefer not cool. to get it in six, but, like, some people will just, like, hyper-focus. You got it in five? Dude, uh, wait, here, let me see. I'll send you a screenshot of my guess before I got the word. Like, this happens to me every time. Honestly, like I'll show, I'll send a screenshot to everyone too. Like I just really, I like, I clutched up. Ooh, <laughs> I clutched up right at the end. I wouldn't yeah. set. Don't set it in the oh video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that Jacob's not with us. <laughs> and Andres hasn't finished yet. I bailed him out yesterday by accident. I didn't, by even accident. Know, I, I didn't even know that was a word. Like, yeah, like your word before your final guess. Like, I, I don't. Need, is that even a word? I don't know. That always happens to me because I would guess something like that. It's not the. It's not. I didn't even think it was a word, and then it's one letter off, and I'm like, God damn it! Like, what am I supposed to do? All right, time to play Nerdle. I'm on my fifth try. Time to play Nerdle. This is not Nerdle's good. Nerdle's fun. I'm undefeated I'm, so far. I am really struggling right now. This is not good. Yeah. Are you uh, about to forget the word? Uh oh. Damn. In, this I is what happens, Trace, when I don't bail you out like yesterday. You gave me one free letter, and that was all I needed. Exactly. <sighs> Oh my god! I will say oh. I am so unbelievably bad at word games. Like it's like embarrassing how bad I am at them. Like I forget what night it was. You guys were like forcing me to play the word. Oh yeah, was, I just physically could not think of a five-letter word. Like it was in perfect. the dictionary. It was so bad. It was so embarrassing. I was just like, I I can't think of a word. Let's I go five tries. There we go. Oh my god. So everyone's on five tries. I had a feeling I had a feeling it was this word too for the longest time, but No, that's what I was saying. Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. I was not a Mickey Mouse. The one yesterday I'll give you was a Mickey Mouse. This one was not though. Yeah, I, think you, you I think you have to throw one of these days because you got a Mickey Mouse win. Nah, try to talk one. mostly. <laughs> We're gonna have to give you some leeway here so you can guess then we can talk about it. Uh, these uh, words these past few uh, days have been rough. They have been uh, rough. Well, like, they, they got. I think they got harder. 
Cynic, Cynic was a, that was a rough one. It took me, I think, five tries for that one. And then it was before Robin. Robin oh, wasn't God. too bad. Robin wasn't too bad. Cynic I have was no idea. They did Pleat one day. I didn't even know that was a word. P-L-E-A-T. Pleat was one of them, but I got that. Clutched um, up. What, what, what are they? Let me see if I can look at past Wordles. I don't me, even. I was at a track meet this past weekend, and on our way back, me and one of my friends were doing some old Wordles in the Wordle archive, and like... It, it was like I was so taxed after like five wordles. I was like, I mean, I need a break. Go. I am so good at Nerdle. Oh my god, that sounds. Uh, can we cut that? What? What? I, I just said I'm so good at Nerdle, and then I thought about what I just said. I I still think I get it. No, like I'm saying, we're I'm, gonna move on. We're yeah, just gonna move on. Never mind. We'll just, we'll just move, move on. on. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I I, 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 I want to know what it was. I, I don't know, but uh, okay. I basically just called doing? myself a big nerd by saying I'm good at nerdle. You are a nerd. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. We all are. What are you that's talking about? Yeah, I don't that know. We're recording a podcast at 12, 12. Yeah. We're recording a talking about playing the wordle. Bro. Like, what are you. No. We're keeping, we're keeping the washed athlete thing. Ooga booga. We're athletes, not nerds. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're all bad. That's why we don't do it anymore. We're actually <laughs> washed. Um. On another note, though, the Super Bowl did bring bad commercials, but really cool Marvel trailers. Oh, yes. wait, no. What was the one, the Coinbase one? Yes, or whatever? that Coinbase. Like, the crypto. Yeah. No, no. Oh, crypto. I don't know which sc- one it was. No, no, it was Coinbase. Um, did you scan the QR code that was bouncing around like the I Microsoft? I guarantee it. Everybody genius. did that. It's that genius. was so such good. A good no, no, because we would not have scanned the QR code unless my girlfriend was like, hey, did you guys oh, yeah. consider scanning <laughs> yeah. the QR code? It was ridiculous. It I, was, in our defense, like, we were mesmerized by waiting for it to hit the corner. Yeah. It, it was really <laughs> stupid. Listen, we can dissect that ad because that is such a genius ad because like, we all want that DVD to hit the corner and they, they did that in that commercial and they had a QR code and it could have been any more in your face of scan the QR code. Like That is a genius commercial. So smart. It was like I, I'll always remember that, and I just that, could not. Good. I could not believe that none of us thought to scan the QR code. Know, we were yeah. so yeah. we were just surprised. So we just wanted to hit the corner. We just wanted to <laughs> hit the corner. Yeah. Then your girlfriend was just like goes up and scans the QR code. I was like, oh, it's this, and we're like, wait, what is it? And then everybody goes to scan it. <laughs> it's genius. It was genius. But it otherwise, one person to get everyone else to do it. Yeah, and otherwise the commercials were pretty mid. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Like we always um we've been playing a game recently for the last couple of weeks of the football season where we try to like predict the slate of a commercial. So like you go to a TV timeout and there's like three or four commercials that played and we do it like we'll pick predict three and if we get it right then we're cool or something. But like none of us were even close. We didn't even like continue playing because there was no like no none of our predictions like I guessed yeah. Nissan, FanDuel and Subway. And not one of them came on during the entirety of Super Bowl. Now, if those companies would like to sponsor the podcast, you're welcome <laughs> to. It does not take away from what you, you that you fumbled the bag during the Super Bowl. Looking at you, Coinbase. Looking at you. <laughs> you could absolutely but, make up for it. But yeah, no, like Nissan, just please. Um. Anyway, I need a car. Um. But like, <laughs> but no, it was just I, the commercials were a little lackluster. There were some funny ones though. There were some, there funny, were some ones. funny ones, yeah, but, but I mean, I feel like that's always the case. Um, but like, they weren't even like because sometimes, like, usually during the Super Bowl, there's always like one or two commercials that like are like legit good commercials. But like, 
there weren't really any like standout ones. Like maybe there was the one like Netflix commercial that we all liked, where it was like, oh, like that was a cool commercial. Because like, first of all, I don't think I've ever actually seen a commercial for Netflix, like ever. Yeah. But it was that one, and what was the car company? It was like the electric car company. Oh yeah, Pulse car. Pulse. If you want to sponsor the podcast, please. I'm your biggest fan. Up and coming car company. Up and coming podcast. Kind of meant to be. Yeah. No, Polestar. Polestar was cool because, like, the way they did the editing, they really like showed how cool their car was. And I was like, we had never, like, no one ever really had heard of this electric company before. And I was like, damn, like, okay, like, I, like, I, I can, see, I see you. We're gonna um, ignore the Jersey ad that was on there. That was a pretty good ad. I mean, considering we're from Jersey, but wait, I, I didn't even. The, I, I wasn't Jersey. It wasn't a Jersey ad. I mean, it Jersey. wasn't an ad for Jersey, but they were driving through Jersey. Oh, I guess that was yeah. cool. Rep in Newark. Exactly. Wasn't it like what? What was it for again? Oh, I forget I what it was, car it was. It was a Chevy. car. No, it was, it was like Chevy. a plug-in car. I think it was like Chevy. That. I think it was Chevy. Because wasn't part of the meme where it was like they plugged in their car into like one of the charging stations and then someone actually went to where it was in New Jersey and there wasn't a charging station there? Yeah, it was just CGI, wasn't that man. a thing? Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a thing. I don't know. Maybe it was the, the, Le- this, but... the LeBron de-aging CGI. Oh, oh my god, that was so uncomfortable. Sports Center posted that on their Instagram and they were like, This CGI is incredible. It's like that made me so uncomfortable. That was it was bad. so bad. Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, it's Justin post recording, and I just wanted to say that our recording software died. So this cut right here is gonna seem a little bit awkward, but we appreciate you sticking with us and Right now, we're just talking about Moon Knight. So enjoy the rest of the episode, and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you. Have the night, everyone, to the recent break. We, as we are talking about day and night in the Moon Knight trailer, the movie our recording software decided to just die on us. So they will not be sponsoring the Watched Athlete podcast. But it, it would Craig. be cool would be if Marvel Studios sponsored the Watch Dadly podcast, so Peter, go back to your point about the Moon Knight trailer. Well, yeah, if Marvel wants to sponsor me and get me in there as um, uh, not the one of the alternate Spider-Mans, uh, Scarlet Spider, I'll take that. Uh, I'll be that role. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, loved the edit of Day and Night uh, by Kid Cuddy in the background of that. And also because obviously I am a aggressive fanboy of the Marvel Netflix shows, like Daredevil, Punisher, Defenders, all those. It was giving me a lot of those vibes because it seemed like they were taking some darker themes to it. Like they were tying some like heavier stuff where he's like dealing with, I think it's that he's dealing with multiple personality disorder, I think is like what they're going yeah, for. Yeah, I, I think I think it's the point, yeah. Which is like, it's obviously a darker theme. And there's also one of the shots is him beating the crap out of a dude who is clearly unconscious and he is just wailing on this guy. It's like, Oh, this is going to be a darker show, which it's not like I don't just like love all the time where it's like they, they're dark just for the sake of like, oh, look how brutal this is. It's like if there's like a meaning behind it where it's like, yeah, he's supposed to be this like very introverted, like normal guy, whatever. But then when Moon Knight comes out, it's like he is a very violent vigilante. Like that's a really cool dynamic. Yeah, I think the trailer is really cool. Um, Both came out. I think, I mean, we talked about this a little bit yesterday. I don't like all the speculation that comes in with certain, like with the Doctor Strange trailer. I think like 
all the theory videos and whatnot. It's just like I just don't like it. Like I want to like see a trailer, be hype, go to the theater, and not have a million other people being like, "Oh, should I see this? Oh my god, do you think this person's gonna show up?" So like the Moon Knight trailer is just like a dope trailer that I got to watch, enjoy, and now I just get to wait for the show to come out. Whereas now I'm like, I feel like I have to hear everyone speculate about Doctor Strange, where I don't want to speculate about Doctor Strange, I just want to enjoy it for what it is. But the thing is, with, with this with this kind of movie, like, there's, there, like that's a given. There has to be speculation. It's a multiverse. Like, or we can just wait three given. months for the movie to come out and not, like, worry no, about it. When, when they have a teaser of a bald head, and they show that in a frame, like, obviously there's going to be speculation. Like, they, like, there's no way around it. Well, I think that was like implying where it's like they're not like it's not like an official reveal, but like everybody knows who that is. But right. the th- but I think what Justin's talking about is how like people are analyzing every single like shard of glass and saying like what character it is because like is there a, there is a Captain Britain one that's like yeah, a very it's obvious. In, one. It's in, it's in the uh, poster for the movie. Have you guys seen the ones where people think they found Dare? Uh, no, not Daredevil. Uh, Deadpool. It is no, I've not no, seen, I've not seen that. Wild. Are, it is stretches. like two dots on a piece of glass, and they're like Daredevil, or <laughs> I keep saying Daredevil. Deadpool. Deadpool confirmed. I'm like, literally, how would they do that? Like, I, I have a feeling like maybe like a post credit scene, or like he's like there for like a half second, but it's like, why would they put that in the, the poster? Yeah, like why? Like That's that funny. is such a big no, reveal, Justin. I totally I agree with you. Like on like some of those outlandish ones like Deadpool but like I think like with like Professor X like I think that's like that's just bound to happen there's no way uh avoiding that like that's just part of it well I, I think it is a like a kind of a like a it needs to be from both parties like Marvel needs to I mean I know why they do it but like Marvel needs to like maybe not put a lot of stuff in their trailers and their teasers that are like going to make people speculate because I, I think it's one of those things where like they make more money because of it and they get more attention but it doesn't make the movie going and entertainment experience better. Like I don't know if that makes sense, but it's kind of like like I don't think basketball is better because like they call they like the three point shot is a big deal and they they play fast. So I'm not sure the game of basketball is better because of it, but they do it because it's more flashy and like turns more heads. I didn't really have time to like iron out that analogy, but like. Something along those lines. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think, I don't think the movie industry and the Marvel movies are better because of these like ridiculous teasers. But also the people who do do these theory videos just go off the rails sometimes, and it's like it just creates so much speculation. And I know like Marvel completely flipped a one eighty on all of us during Wandavision with those reveals. But like part of that was self inflicted everyone is Mephisto type stuff. And then when Mephisto didn't show up, people got all upset. And like, yeah, Marvel kind of like teased us the wrong way, but it was almost like their way of being like, stop speculating. Just be like, just be excited. That was the Dean Boner joke. Yeah. Yeah. But also um, the thing is like with that, it's not that they want to make it better per se. It's, um, it's that um, they wanted, they wanted their, like projects to be talked about and with speculation they get talked about and they get more attention and then you get more people want to see the movie so it's, it's just from a like financial standpoint it's it's smart it's it's to get it's yeah. to build up hype that's what yeah. it is it's not it's, to make it's, it better 
the hype train keeps going whether you like it or not i i don't disagree with you i just think like on that premise like why the studio does it like it makes a lot of sense why they do it it's just yeah. i don't think i just don't think it makes the film itself better because everyone's going to do a ton of research yeah and it, it's just like not going to be like we we overanalyze these things so much that like it wasn't a secret that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were showing up in the Spider-Man movie, and it would have been so cool if no one speculated, if no one thought they were going to come back, and then all of a sudden they walked out of a portal. It would have been nuts if no one knew about it, but instead, we speculated, and we ruined a moment that could have been, could have probably torn down a lot of movie theaters. Yeah, that's that was my whole thing with... Um... When people like say that Spider-Man No Way Home was better than Endgame, whatever, like that payoff, like it, I, I could see the argument if not every single human being that knows, a, like, maybe like a little bit about Marvel knew going in, like, oh yeah, the three Spider-Men are going to be in this movie. Like, if you didn't know that before you went into the movie, like that payoff would have been absurd. Like that would have been so unbelievably cool, but everybody that knew anything about marvel knew that all of them were going to be in it so it's just like it, the the reveals were still amazing it's just like damn i really wish we didn't know that before we went yeah. into it. Tough, but eh. so we got to deal with on this really crappy timeline so yeah, yeah like, I'll I'll i'm just going it. in with no expectation honestly like i'm just i'm just still, like just like spider-man like on the way there andres is just like yeah like i'm trying to keep no expectations but i have so much riding on this right now and i'm like yeah that's you i just i have expectations like that's no, i can't help it i can't just help like, it I, justin I, did I, say it's kind of self-inflicted because you were talking about the three spider-men showing up yeah i mean what can i say like i have expectations with it when you have a trailer like that that's bound to happen like, they did I show the other spider-men in the trailer no, but I'm saying for like strange, like I have expectations with that, and then like, for, like they didn't have to show it in the show for Spider-Man. Like it's just like some like they have the villains. Like it's you can infer that, and you know you just got expectations off that. Like I don't I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah, well, can't really I, do much. Yeah, I just, think, I just think it's like, uh, it, like it, it just creates this like cycle where it's like I don't want to speculate, but I really just want to like talk about what i saw in the trailer i think it's really shared my excitement with everyone but it's almost like if you don't start to theorize and listen to theory videos and you're now out of the loop on it um so that's a good point that's a good point i just don't think i just don't think it's making the mcu experience better because this turned into way too much speculation and speculation just ne like speculation never works out like when you speculate, you're just like you're making assumptions on things that are gonna happen, and like setting we your were, expectations. Yeah, you're setting your expectations, like trying to like say, like trying to predict something that's gonna happen when really the people, like the people who are recording, know what's gonna happen. Like they're all talking about how like in the comics, like the Illuminati or whatever, like it was going on with that. They're. Pr it, doesn't even seem like the same team. Like they were talking about, like how like Iron Man and Black Panther are part of it. They're dead. Like, so I like I don't know how this is like the Illuminati when like two of the main members are dead. But yeah. like, yeah, they're just like they're just slapping the name on it. Being yeah, like, all right, we're like, gonna put literally any characters in there though. 
they're like, you know what we can do? Illuminati. And then they just, that's what they go for. So and they just like reach into the grab bag. They're like, all right, what characters haven't we used yet? And just yeah. like, all right, uh, let's see. Matt Murdock in. in <laughs> Matt Murdock is part Boom. of the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Can uh, we grab for uh, Hawkeye? Wilson Fisk. We can, throw, we can throw him in two episodes. Woo! Yeah, we could throw him in at the end of like one episode for thirty seconds and then kill him off. Apparently, he did him, like, he did him so dirty. Are you gonna tease He's Reed Richards dead. and Wandavision? Hell yeah, we are. Or are we gonna use now? If Mephisto isn't in the next Shut Doctor Strange, I'm gonna lose it. If, that, I, if he is, I'm leaving. I <laughs> if I have to hear about Mephisto one more time, I'm going to punch a hole through the screen in the movie theater. Like I don't want to hear about him anymore. Like. Everything, like every single detail during WandaVision, it was like, oh my god, it's Mephisto. It's like, I literally don't care at all. Like, cool, it's a character. Who cares? Like, bro, it's Mephisto. It's Mephisto. (laughs) It's Mephisto. I'm hyped for these projects, man. I'm like, Moon Knight, I think it's gonna be sick. I can't wait for that. Yeah, no, I'm more hyped than most people. It's just. I just, I it's just I have to, I have to see, say what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. I don't always like what I'm seeing in terms of like the speculation. Like I'm, I'm over it. I just want to enjoy. Yeah. And there's always so much other content out. Like I don't know why I'm more like why people are theorizing about something like this when like there's other content that is out right now or being pushed out that's really good. Yeah. Like, like Encanto. I mean, Encanto's getting a lot of hype, but Encanto oh is out God. right now. Encanto's out right now. Book of Boba Fett just wrapped up. Um, two trailers for the MCU dropped, but it's like we're only focusing on theorizing for one specific trailer, even though Euphoria is out, which is yeah. like, like we can't, we can focus on all of that. It's so no. much better because we're not theorizing. We're actually just like making like, like making opinions on what has already been produced on things versus, that are real. Yeah, on things <laughs> that are real and tangible. And instead, we're like, nah, this is gonna happen. And or my Dr. favorite Strange. is when people like when people get upset when they like when their theories are wrong and they like base their opinion of something based on whether or not like yes. something that they speculated yeah, on like happens yeah, or yeah. not. It's like yeah, nah, what, you don't do that. What do you mean? Like yeah, you don't do how that. Are you, it's like, oh well, like this person didn't show up, so like I don't like the thing. It's like, well, who said that was gonna happen? It exactly. didn't like there was nothing in the movie. Like if they if they were gonna show up in the movie, they would have set it up. Like that's the point. There's like precisely the, no reason for you to think that way. <laughs> the thing with oh. theories, like, it depends on what kind of fan you are. And, like, I think it's just, for me personally, like, I do it just to make the weight, like, bearable. And it's just fun. Like, I don't, I don't base my pain after watching something yeah. just because my theory is proved wrong. Like, I just, I just do it for fun. Like, it just, it makes the weight more bearable. All I'm waiting for is a Mace Windu reveal in Star Wars. That's all I want. Oh, I would lose it. I would That's lose all it. I want. Oh, yeah. When you, Andre said the Kenobi trailer was on lock for the yeah. Super Bowl. I just never to see Kenobi. Oh, so on lock. Um, I was so excited. The Kenobi trailer. Yo, when that we're happens. editing uh, this later, can we insert the mall clip set? The mall clip where he's like, "I was expecting Kenobi" or something like that. When the Siege of Mandalore. Oh yeah, yeah. When he yeah. went to Star Wars, expecting Kenobi. Yeah, when it's me watching the Super Bowl commercials. Exactly. Kenobi. Okay, I just went deaf. Yeah, that was loud. Um, 
Now, or- Orange Gatorade and Kenobi were apparently locks for the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, Bowl, apparently and, they were locks. And Dude, we got Blue Gatorade and Moon Blue Knight. Blue back-to-back is... That's, who could have seen that coming? Because Blue is usually <laughs> never the flavor. And it's back-to-back? That's nuts. <laughs> the that fact so that you've, like... The fact that you're so passionate about the <laughs> you're fact that you're 0 for Blue... 2 on your lock during the Super Bowl. Well, Although, granted, not... I was 0 for 1. I said Tails was a lock. <laughs> not as down bad as that, that, that is so bad. That is, that is the biggest, that's like the biggest one because Tails never fails. And that Dude. one time, there was one time, it was me, Peter, Raj, and Peter kept flipping a coin and he got Tails like eight times in a row and we didn't get heads once. Oh, I was I was so mad, and then of course, literally everybody on Twitter just immediately goes like, "Oh, uh, because what was it, Billy Jean?" And everyone was like, "She's not an official referee; it doesn't count." <laughs> Have them redo it. No, Jacob Jacob's lock of the Super Bowl since he wasn't here, I'll just like laugh at him for it. Was that the Bengals punter would punt oh, no. the ball through the end zone, so there would be a touchback. And not one time during that game did the he he quote Jacob quote said, "There's no way it doesn't happen. <laughs> Dude, that would be crazy if it didn't happen." And it never happened. It wasn't even like not even remotely close. Not a ball down at the one. It not was a- like the closest it ever came was there was like there was like one shot where it's like okay they're on like the forty. Maybe this will happen. And he punts it to like the 23. <laughs> and it's fair caught immediately. It's like, oh, it's not happening. Oh, I, I think the closest like the Rams were ever to their own end zone besides like opening kickoffs, like off of punts, was like the 25. Yeah, I like, think it, it was, was the 23. I think that was the closest they ever were. Which is not close at all. And but, yeah. but it was rock, like orange, yeah. like like orange Gatorade and the Kenobi trailer. Yeah. And tails. And tails. <laughs> Dude, that Raja. parlay was. If we had all of those on the parlay, we would have been screwed. Oh, don't forget about Matt Gay making a field goal in the first quarter. Jacob said that oh, was a lock too. Yeah, he did. He Matt like, Gay was a lock. Obviously, he drilled one in the first quarter. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, that was an extra point. Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> he didn't hit a field goal. Yeah, it was a lock. I I was bullying Jacob so much when he was like, "Dude, it's a lock. He's gonna get field goal." And he lines up for the extra point. And I'm like, "Hey, look, he's doing it." Because it's the reasoning. It's the well. It's just gonna happen. Like that would be crazy if it didn't happen. And it's like, oh, well, you're gonna <laughs> eat those words. Imagine we just had a parlay with all of those locks. Just, we had no, a win a winless just, parlay or just no like unlocked locks. Like yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's like what's that lockpicking lawyer on YouTube or whatever? Yeah, he just yeah. like comes and he's like, "So this this is apparently the anti what like anti pick lock, and it's advertised. It's like no one could do it. He does it in like ten seconds. <laughs> it's just like up. Oh, well, guess again. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it'd be rough. It'd just be rough out here with these predictions. Like every time you get passionate, it just doesn't doesn't happen. <laughs> Did we ever figure out if the national anthem was over or under? It was over. I, I think it hit over. the over. Which it that over. I did say that was a lock. I, that is one okay, thing I one. said. Well, hang That's our hands on one. We got one. We got one. We got one. We're like one for six. <laughs> I mean, we it. also uh, we also hit one of the bad uh, prop bets we were making about injuries. Okay, oh, that was so yeah. unfortunate. We hammered the over. No, because I said I set the line. I was like point five. 
ACL tears. Well, so yeah, the the joke, jokingly, jokingly, no one was serious. No, we were we were like, oh my god, like someone's gonna get hurt, and it's like, oh, and then Andres jokingly goes, yeah, over under point five ACL tears, and we were all like, oh, hammer the over. And then, like, a couple plays later. I hadn't even been, like, five hotel, minutes. And it's like, no. No. But so we blame Drake for that. We're blaming Drake for that. That is all Drake because nothing, like, you just can't beat the Drake curse. You're blaming you the all Drake these bets curse. on Odell, like, doing all these things. Because he, he, he bet Odell over 62 and a half. And he, in, like, the first quarter, he had, like, 52 so it was like, oh, he's got this. He's already got a touchdown. He looks incredible. I was even saying, I have a feeling Odell is going to pop off this game. And then, of course, Drake had to place that bet. And then <laughs> Odell's ACL is just like, oh, wait, Drake made a bet. Let me just explode. That's all on you, Drizzy. It's all on you. All Drake's fault. It's, that Drake curse is undefeated. I it think is it undefeated. Is. Except. Yeah, wait, no, well, the Rams... I, I think it's been broken, like, once. Yeah, I think it's been broken, like, a couple times, but, like, it's, like, 2 to 35. Like, it's really not close. Yeah. Screw you, Drake. Drake just doesn't get it, just doesn't get it. Has Drake performed in a Super Bowl? No. No. Interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that could be. That could I'll be. have Dude, like Drake. This is so full circle Kanye, right now. Like, yeah. Well, I'll Kanye's have... currently. Uh, well, Kanye... about Kanye. Well, yeah. let's talk about Kanye. My God, like Raj, I... I... Oh, no, Kanye's yeah. on his. Uh, yeah. Andre says it's Kanye's little pre-album hype. I think, just, I think he's just. I think he's just losing it, dude. Well, explain explain what's going on. Kanye so, does basically, Kanye and Kim are going through a divorce, and uh, my man Pete Davidson over yeah. here manages yeah. to bag Kim. So now we have Kanye and this little, like, beef on all his social medias where he's just posting the most cryptic and randomest things and, like, talking about, like, Kim and Pete and, like, he's, like, posting texts between him and, like, other people, and it's just... He's just going a little insane right now. I think he's off his meds, honestly, once again. But um, he, he does before every album, like because okay, like, but still, dude, you got there's a there's a line at a point no. where it's like he's doing it for attention and hype, or he's That's actually just losing it. No, it's for attention and hype. For, like, trust me, he did. Like, do you do you not remember back? I think it was 2018 before Ye, where he disappeared for like weeks in like his like farmhouse in Wisconsin. Like he just went off the grid. Like um, that's does... different than threatening another person and posting texts with your ex-wife. Well, he's not this... actually he's not like doing legit threats. He's doing this. He's not going to act on anything. He's doing this. He wants to gain as much attention. I as mean, possible. his <laughs> album drops possible with Kanye. His album drops in legit. I think it's exactly a week now. So it's dropping yeah. in about a year. So it's exactly okay. a week. Yeah. Yeah. It, honestly, it, it, I will be stunned if this album comes out on time. There's no yeah. way. Didn't we have to wait like a month? Yeah. I think it's supposed to say 2023, not 2022. I think it's yeah, probably that sounds right. But or it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, but can we talk about what he was wearing? Why, why that would mask you go to the Super Bowl wearing a ski Flash mask that had holes in it? Yeah, like imagine paying fifty thousand dollars just to watch the game through like three eye holes. Like Antonio yeah. Brown's probably like live calling the game for him. <laughs> 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 Dude, I'm just waiting for an AB Kanye collab on that album. Pit not the so palace remix. Pit not the palace remix. Kanye and AB. Like yeah. During the halftime during the halftime show, Antonio Brown's like, yo, Kanye, right now, like 
Big Sean's on stage. Oh my god. You know, like, yo, yo, Snoop Dogg. 50 cents and hanging upside down. Yo! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I really like, I love Kanye's music. I do think he's nuts, but I also I feel like that's, that's kind of just, like, part of, like, being an artist, I feel like, at a certain point. Like, you have to be a little bit nuts if, to be a good artist. Like, I don't know why that's a thing, but, like, it just is. Like, I mean, I still right. believe that Kanye's slowly going over that line, and he might be losing a he's little bit too much. He's been over that line. He's been, yeah, he's been over that line. Out of doubt, he's crazy, but with that, he's also a genius, because... Like there was also the one where he said he hates Stormy, who's a baby, and then he dropped an album. <laughs> yeah, like, that was so funny. <laughs> that tweet really, is incredible. That is all time. It, like, it's he like, does all these things before his album drops. He, yeah. It's tradition. <laughs> it's, it's he always does it. It's it's like the person who said they hated Brittany Mahomes <laughs> oh, and yeah. Patrick Mahomes and Skylar Mahomes. Who's yo? I have, I hate. I can't explain how much I hate all these three. Yo, <laughs> dude, you got beef with the, the beef baby. With the whole yeah. <laughs> That's a baby, dude. <laughs> That child doesn't know what colors are yet, and you have beef with it. Like, what are you even talking about? You know what? All I care about is Jackson and Brittany Mahomes were not at the Super Bowl. Oh, thank God. That, that was the highlight of the Super Bowl. Them not being there. <laughs> Them not like, being that there. That made it so much more enjoyable to watch. Oh, God. I couldn't right. even imagine. All right. Before we head out, I need one prediction right on the spot. Who is winning the NFL Super Bowl next year? The Philadelphia Eagles. Buffalo Bills. Save the Giants. Ooh. Do it, Andres. Save the Giants. Do it. Save the Giants. First that, would be, that would be that would that would be really <laughs> you know, good. I, I, I can't. Here. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Dude, shut up. Now you know like, I'm gonna go with Okay, this is this is this is a thing. I, I alright, you know what? I'm gonna lock this in right now. I don't know why. The Niners. No, I was gonna say the Niners my <laughs> sleeper pick. I'm going to choose another one. I'm going no, Niners. I, so I was gonna go. Kansas City was like my, like yeah, I would bet money on them to win. Yeah. But the Niners are like the the dark horse. I don't, I don't, I don't even think they're really a dark horse. Not even a dark horse. Anymore. Not even a dark, no, they're not a dark no. horse. But they're like, they're my know, like they're good. The NFC yeah. just is, could be really stacked, especially like they lost Tom Brady. But if the Bucks get an actual quarterback, they're still going to be really good. Um, Rogers to the the Bucks. Cowboys will probably be good. I think the Green Bay Packers thing. Aaron, Bucks. <laughs> that yeah, Rogers is staying. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, the NFC is still going to be really good next year. The Rams are going to run it back as much as possible. So um, the NFC is going to be stacked. So it's kind of hard to be like, yeah, the 49ers are going to get out of the NFC because it's stacked. I mean, the AFC is also kind of stacked, but like, I don't think the Bengals are going to be that good next year. I I mean, I think they'll be good, but I don't think they're going to be like what happened in the playoffs. If they fix their own line and get rid of Eli Apple, or like you know, (laughs) maybe. You mean burnt toast? Yeah, burnt toast. Like, uh, he, like, he's not a bad corner. It's just the bad publicity he brings to the team. Just get rid of him at this point. Toxic. Get him out. Exactly. So who you go? So you're going with the 49ers, Justin? Well, uh, yeah, I'll go with the 49ers. Let's the ride ball. that wave. <laughs> ride that wave with me. I still think the Eagles. You know, I got to ride with that I, team. I think, it'll, I think it'll be a Chiefs 49ers okay. Super Bowl, and I'll take the 49ers to win. Just because I'm going Niners. I think I think if the Bills are able to figure out their run game and get a pass rush going, they are going to be unstoppable. Like genuinely, because I think, I think that they're going to figure it out. I think they're going to figure it out. Even though the Giants did steal their offensive coordinator, which I was really happy about, but I think they're going to be fine. 
I, I think they're just like they're such a well built team that like they'll be able to they'll be able to do it. Lions, Jaguars, Super Bowl, locking it in. Lock it in. Yeah. And oh, on that yeah. note, <laughs> and on that note, we hope you all enjoyed the yeah, seventh episode of the Watch Athlete Podcast. A chaotic one, but a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> Got to do um, more podcasts after been, dark. Yeah, I'm reminded to never know what bust out Kanye Super Bowl. Who knows? Seven. Right, so I will see you guys next week. Oh, yeah. Stop saying seven. <laughs> oh, Bengals. <laughs>